to continue to work on some signs or symptoms that could lead to relapse. But I had one of those days where I probably had at least a half a dozen of those symptoms and I figured I would just share with you my day because you're probably out there having good days and bad days as well. And I think my biggest frustration today was when I try to do right by my recovery and what I'm supposed to do, and I'll I'll explain a little better, but everything that I do preach and believe in and stand for and do because I think it's the right thing, it did get me through today, but it didn't make today easier. So I just kind of wanted to go through that. So if you were having one of those days, you know, it's it's not as easy as like, oh, you're in a bad mood, go for a run. Well, maybe some days it is. And, and today just wasn't one of those days for me to get out of my funk. And I I know there's some there's some significant things, um, dates this week that are like triggers for me. And I know that that was part of my struggle and I knew that going into the week. And aside from being super jam-packed every single night of the week this week, which I'm super grateful for, it, I thought it would, well, it's part of my process now anyway, but I thought it would take away or be a little bit more of a distraction than it is. I think that I'm completely a crab-ass, super psycho bitch today because some of that stuff is eating at me. And, and that's okay. I'm going to have to just be okay with that. So how I prepared for it was I reached out to my counselor, my new counselor yesterday, and I told her, hey, there's some dates this week that I'm really struggling with. And I know that I'm going to struggle. Can we, you know, I wanted to be proactive and be on the front side, right? That's what I would tell you to do too, right? If you knew that there was something happening in the week, I would tell you to take proactive steps. So I started my day off. Well, I guess let me back up. I think I talked to you guys at three this morning or four this morning when I recorded. I woke up and was ready to face the world. And I really did. I kicked ass before eight o'clock. Everything from doing my my brain work to my meditations. We went on a bike ride. And then by quarter to eight, I was on the phone with the counselor And of course, she had clarity and perspective, and she's one of those very soothing people. My regular counselor, who I've been working with for three years, changed jobs, and the lady I'm working with now leads our Monday night group, but since we've been in quarantine, we haven't had Monday night group, which is to be expected. We haven't had it in person, but there's been online, online groups which are cool, but on Monday nights, we had this, it was like family. We had potlucks once a month. We would celebrate Milestone Monday, and you can celebrate whatever you want. It doesn't even have to be 
uh, time away from a bet. You know, there's people that celebrate not smoking or their AA clean time or, I don't know, surviving a day. Like your milestone could be anything you want it to be. And we got to celebrate and just feel good. And she was one of the counselors there. And, And the theme of it is called Coping Skills. And it's really where I think I found some of my voice and my confidence. We we have, well, yeah, we have to. I, one of the first things we do is, you know, identify ourselves. And instead of the traditional, you know, I'm Bobby, I'm a gambleholic, or Bobby, I'm a compulsive gambler, it's, you know, you have to say two nice qualities about you or two positive things. So you're affirming, you know, your good qualities and, and kind of building up your muscles on that by doing that. And it, you know, it took a while to get comfortable with that. And some people really still struggle and we have to feed them answers. And that's okay too, because we can see good things in other people sometimes that they can't see. So anyway, she's she's amazing and she just has this very she's known about some of the things that really stress me out from chatting a little on Monday nights before group and stuff. So I talked to her this morning. She was completely, you know, amazing as always. I got some tears out and um, kind of we talked about some strategies on how to cope with some of the stuff that's bothering me. So I'm actually going to write about it, not so much in a journal, but more of a story format, which I had actually began doing before I talked to her, but she loved that idea and she was going to recommend it anyway. So, so had my bike ride, had my counseling and then I go to work and here's, here's what I'm very frustrated by. My job is not hard to me or it shouldn't be hard to me because I know it I know what to expect now it's a busier time of year so there's the more action the more potential problems and it's just been like that leading up to Mother's Day and ever since and what's happening in my work environment is now it's a corporation right so this is part of what happens Different. Everybody kind of has a vested interest in everybody else's job, kind of. You know, like you need accounting to help you pay your bills and you need the trucks to get the product there and you need the stores to sell the product. And it's just felt very overwhelming that so many people want to have opinions about how to manage my desk so that their jobs are easier. But it's creating so much extra work. It's very frustrating Mistakes are happening because now they ruined my like my mojo. Like I've been working on developing systems and plans to hit my objectives. And now people are changing it. And it's it's screwing me up, honestly. And and like I said, I'm making more mistakes. It's hard. I, I can't see the information I need to see because of the processes they're making us do. It's it's horrible. But it's not like the end of the world horrible. I mean, I got to sit at the freaking computer for eight or nine hours anyway, why not do this junk and miscellaneous clerical bullshit work um, that doesn't belong on my desk? Why not? I got nothing better to do. 
So I'm very frustrated with that. And, and yesterday, there's one man now in the company that he's not a bad guy. And I, I respect him. I don't necessarily like his style all the time. But it's to where I find myself like shaking when I have to answer his email or his phone call. Like he just, he he, I just know it's not going to be a good experience. It's going to create more work. It's a pain in the ass. It's just sucks. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because I'm, I'm guessing you could probably relate. There's people in your life that may have this impact on you. And I would, you know, tell you the, the things that I believe in, you know, like don't let it stress you out and be angry for more than 30 seconds. Like we talked about, I think last week, um, you know, it's how important is it anyway? Does it matter that I'm right or he's right? No, like I'm finding my ego and, and my feelings are getting kind of hurt. So why? Like, it's not going to matter a year from now, 10 years from now, what the hell is happening this week? Like, it's just not going to matter. So why am I letting it bother me so much? That's so, so part of what I'm doing to cope is telling you about it, which is another, you know, piece of the puzzle. So I had a, a meeting scheduled and I had, had said, Hey, you know, I, I have another call. And of course, they called not knowing that I go on a walk at a certain time, whatever. So I never got to have um, an important conversation I wanted to have. Then um, my my phone, for whatever reason, doesn't ring sometimes. It's wacky. And a lot of the services that I'm using, like my legal services and my accounting services, they're like collective units. It's actually pretty cool. So you get a lot of resources and it's, you know, a virtual experience that was set up, you know, before COVID. COVID. Well, my phone didn't ring, so I missed the call from the accountant. And I needed to talk to him because of this stupid state audit thing that I know, again, I know that I should be feeling grateful that whatever reason... Maybe I'm not supposed to have access to the money right now or maybe I need to think about things. I basically have to justify No Kidding, 321 No Kidding, you know, the podcast and, and the way I've, I did things, you know, like it cost money to, you know, pay for a service in the background for the podcast or, you know, there's just things that, come at a cost and I have to justify that I'm a business okay I can live with that too you know but I guess I set an expectation that when we went on this call the accountant first of all would be able to help me and second of all that he would have prepared but I'm guessing what they do is okay I deal with this client when I talk to them when I so there was no he wasn't prepared like I literally had to sit there while he was reading the information to catch up on this conversation that I wanted to have. So I felt like my time wasn't respected. Again, how serious is that? Who gives a shit? I'm stuck at home anyway. You know, like I, I have to, I, I'm trying to reframe, which would be another one of a strategies that is important to me and how I do things. So not the end of the world. Then <laughs> my email starts blowing up and problems are caused from 
the other guy, whatever. And, oh, the best part. I'm sorry. I see an email from my boss who asks me for something. So I work on it for over two hours. And as I'm getting ready to send it to her, she decided to make up her own version of my work and send it off to the bosses. So I had wasted two hours there too. Yeah. Well, you know what? As I'm talking to you, I think I'm realizing what the problem is. I've felt devalued most of the day. Or at least when it came to the work stuff. So I was a little pissy in my email back to her. And then the afternoon, more shit comes in. And instead of being politically correct, now at this point, like I have a headache. I'm like stressed. And again, it's not serious stuff. I need to, I need to mentally prepare tomorrow to do a better job dealing with this stuff. It's not about everything that's going on out there. It's about what's going on with me and how I receive these situations. And again, I'm sharing this because there's going to be situations you don't want to deal with either. And how do we arm ourselves with this? And to be honest, if I was a week away from a bet or, you know, like just starting out, I I could have seen this all turning into a really not good ending today. I mean, I thought about drinking today. There was that, oh, I'm stressed. Oh, it'd be nice to have a drink. No, no, Bobby. Why would you do that? It's not going to solve anything. It'd make me feel shittier for tomorrow to start off with. So, but those thoughts were creeping in. That's what I'm saying. And I, I think that because I, I use my arsenal every day, which is another point that I really try to advocate with, with you guys, is I know that I can't just go to a bet or go to a drink or go to a, you know, a negative place that I have to keep, like I have to work harder at the, you know, meditating or exercising or venting or journaling, whatever, whatever that looks like, I need to work harder on that on days like this. And again, this piece of my frustration is I thought I was doing a great job with that. I checked in with my online class. I, you know, the counselor, the exercise, the meditation, like a lot of positive things I was working on. So it gets later in the day. And when I sent out an email to address one of the problems because people were asking me for answers. That's part of the problem too. I'm responsible for the shit. I have to put out the fires, but I didn't create the problems in the first place. If people listened to me on the front side when I said, no, we shouldn't do it this way because it's going to generate problems. So I'm not feeling validated either. Wow, this really is helping me identify what I'm feeling because I've never been really good at that. And I'm, I'm trying, that's one of, my things that I'm trying to figure out is how to identify the feelings. And then again, that Neil episode where he talks about sitting with your feelings for 90 seconds, that things will pass. Now I'm trying to practice that in my life and execute that, which is definitely something to learn. It's not just a gift. That's a lesson I've taken away. So then what happens? So I write an email back and I actually said shit in the email and I threw the department that's pissing me off under the bus. It was totally unprofessional. What what good did that do? It it didn't do any good. I I got an answer back from my boss asking me to not act like that. 
And I shouldn't. I know better. Like, I totally know better. I was having a freaking temper tantrum, an adult corporate America temper tantrum. And I, I, I don't know why I'm letting this stuff get to me so bad. Like, I just don't have a good reason at all. So I end up, I, I had I had reached out to one of my girlfriends and said, you know, do you want to go for a walk tonight before I have class? But by the time the afternoon came around, the headache got worse. I went and I laid down around 4.30. And when I got up, there was a text from my boss asking if I would call her. It's not work-related, she said. And I still, I just didn't care. I didn't want to talk. I, I'm not in the mood to deal <laughs> with people um, like I was literally screaming. She said to me today, she goes, what are you going to do when you go back to the office and you can't yell like this? <laughs> like how obnoxious is that? I shouldn't be acting that way. I know that. Uh, see, and, and somebody, I don't know if it was in um, the alcohol recovery group or what, but talking about like the compounding feelings so like now as I'm reflecting it makes me mad that I was that mad I need to not do that too wow I'm really 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 flawed I don't know if you guys knew that or not but I'm flawed well as you know because I had laid down I woke up I went to go look at my phone so I see this text from her I text her back saying I don't really want to talk and in the meanwhile I look at Facebook and there's a post about somebody that we've worked with in the floral industry for a lot of years um, who he's just been amazing. You know, I think I've known him about 15 years and he's probably one of the most talented designers in the world. But in addition, he just had this lively personality. He was amazing at all the trade shows and, um, he died of COVID and that's what my boss was calling to tell me. And like I said, I discovered it on Facebook. Like my problems aren't that big, you know, his partner had died within the last year. So there was a lot of, you know, now he could be with his partner and, and yeah, there's a little piece to that cause they were together for like 40 years but there's still like just a big loss and it's just a, two things happen. I reminded, I got reminded of how unimportant my little shit, all that stuff I just said to you was. And then being reminded of the situation that we're in, it sucks. Like even, even with all the tools, it's it's just getting freaking old. Like this whole year has been nothing but loss and death in my universe. And how long do I have to keep a game face on? Or when am I entitled to grieve? Because I don't know that I've done such a good job at that. Maybe I have. I don't know. It just, even if, even if I, you know, like, get past one there's just another thing happening right after and and that's life right like that's why I'm telling you because it's just gonna be like that 
But I didn't, I didn't gamble today. I didn't drink today. I didn't buy a cigarette or a cigar today. So there's that. And I can't discount that because those are, those are milestones too. Like the milestone Mondays. Wow. Sorry. I am. I'm giving myself another headache because I'm trying not to ball my eyes out. Um, So that's, you know, just so sad. The, The other thing that happened when I woke up this morning, um, there was a message from like one of my icons, like Zumba man who I, I took training from him and I was fortunate enough to go to his classes while I was out in Kansas city. And I'm happy to call him my friend. And he's like, he had sent me a message last night, you know, call me. So I finally got in touch with him this afternoon and he needed some floral advice, which I kind of figured it would be something like that. Well, we ended up just having an amazing catch up conversation. Um, and I don't want that blessing lost on the way the day was because it, it was a gift to, to catch up, to hear about his dreams and, where he's at and you know I told him kind of where I'm at and and we were just like very aligned on on a a great level today it was just awesome so um you know that was that was very positive and I'm grateful for that and then my final my last hour before coming to visit you now was I'm participating in, so there's a, when I went to Asia, there's Paul, and you guys met Paul on, I think, my second or third episode. He was my first interview, and he's a big inspiration to me of why I do the show. I want to bring to the gambling community what he brings to the um, community of folks that want to be away from alcohol. I've really, you know, he's a, He's a great example, and he's doing a six-week class to help, you know, help the people in his community. There's private, um, like, Facebook rooms that we pay to be a part of, and, you know, they're secret. You can only, you can only um, be seen if you're in it, and, and they keep them at under 300 people so that it could be like just the right, he actually talked about the stats, I think on one of his podcasts or something where essentially there's some science to the number of people so that it's community enough where there's enough voices and and camaraderie to be supportive, but not so big that people don't know each other. So there's kind of some intimacy and he's, he's done that since before I met him and I just joined after coming back from Asia I just I just joined. I wanted to see what it was about, and I'm enjoying it. The people are amazing. I um, attended a lot more things the last couple weeks, so I'm getting to know a little bit more of the faces other than just who I was in Asia with. So the class started tonight, you know, and and these are ideas that you know maybe I can be like him in our community, like how I'm trying to be like him with the podcast. I mean not like him. I actually get a little quirky about, I don't want to be so much like him 
even though he wouldn't have a problem with that. He's so, his heart is so big. He's like, Bobby, I don't care. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. People need help. You know, the more, the more soldiers that are fighting this war, the better. Um, he's not ego driven or anything like that. So I know he wouldn't be offended, even if I duplicated everything he did, probably. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So, yeah, it was his first webinar and it was it was a nice meeting. I love his the foundation and I'm again grateful. I see and my my body chemistry just changes when I say the word grateful and and feel it. You know, it like diminishes some of that bad shit today. Um, but I'm so grateful for him and his community and the things I learned from him and from you know, this group of people and, and we're put into little groups as part of this. So I'm going to meet some more new people. And, you know, there was, there was some good stuff today too. And I guess that could be the other, you know, trigger. I don't know. Well, it, you know, Gamblers Anonymous, one of the questions is, you know, have you ever gambled to celebrate good fortune or something to that effect, you know, so I could be grateful and be thinking about gambling, drinking, whatever, like, oh, I had a good class. I mean, it would be really bad if I took an alcohol-free class and then went out and drank, but the moral of the story is it's any excuse to use. That's what, that's what these addictions do or that's how our brains are programmed so I'm going to keep working on my my healthy muscles my exercise muscles and my meditation muscles and my positive reinforcement muscles and try to change my attitude a little for tomorrow or a lot (laughs) and um yeah that was a real day in the life of Bobby and you know tomorrow's the biggest Tomorrow and Saturday are going to be the two days that impact me the most. And if I'm already this wound up and tomorrow didn't even happen, you know, I just, it just blows me away um, that I could be this emotional still. (sighs) Okay. I, I hope you don't mind me sharing my heart with you tonight in this way. I just needed to, I needed to talk. I needed to be accountable And um, I needed to process my feelings. So So I guess we'll continue to our regular scheduled programming with symptoms of relapse. I had a whole bunch of symptoms today, right? Like the pity party and the frustration and the anger and the sadness. It ain't easy, people. It just ain't easy. You can do it. All right. Have a... 